A wise man once told me everyone gets to participate. Only a select few possess the will to really dominate. Is you ready for the show? Then let a brother know. News you could use if you choose to condone. If we talking comics, then my homie in the zone. Putting on for the nap town as a whole. Don't change the channel, there ain't no comparison. We can all debate if you ain't scared of the embarrassment. Don't play with Derek if you ain't bold and daring. They'll hit you with the Blitzkrieg, buddy, not the Baron. Now's the time to dominate, don't do it for the cash. cash. Finally, a critic who just does it for the clash. clash. Uploading all the content in a flash. If he keep it up, he gonna have to commandeer a mask. Dominating Impulse. Hey, it's been a minute. King of the podcast back at it again. Truth in the booth. This is Dominating Impulse. And I'm your humble host, D. Smith. The man with the plan. The controversial critic. The contrarian. And I ain't been very feeling very contrarian lately. I've been kind of agreeing with a couple things the universe been throwing at me. You know what I'm saying? We took a little break. But I thought it was time we dive back into the realest, the trillest, the hottest podcast on the web to date. Shout out to all my day ones. Shout out to everybody who have uh, been rocking with us since the beginning. And if you're joining on to the train, if you're joining on to the movement, I graciously appreciate your energy because you keep us rocking and rolling as well. So, uh... I've been seeing the country, man. I've been doing some things. I've been checking out some different regions and, and pulses. And um, I was doing some shopping just outside Kansas City. And just me minding my business, a story just like like uh, I had to like talk about this on the show because like it, it just fucked up my mental. And the girl was so like audible about it. Like I didn't I didn't really know how to take it. I really didn't know how to process it. So, like, you know how people are just walking and talking uh, in the mall. So, I'm at Legends Outlet Mall right outside Kansas City, if you guys fuck with it. So, uh, three teenage girls, you know what I'm saying? They chopping it up, and they're breaking down how their moms break down um, their dating life and their friends. And one of the girls is like, shit, my mom's a super homophobe. And... She's not going for any of that, and she, she, she's going to put me out. The other girl's like, shit, my mom's like, shit, it is what it is. Just let me know who you're fucking with. The other girl's mom's is all like, you know, I'm super conservative. And this is like in a two-minute span real quick of me walking outside of a Nike store and me hearing these young teenage girls. And it just, like, fucked up my heart because it's like, is this the narrative that we're painting as parents? Is this the narrative that some of these young LBGT girls go through young men go through to where they can't even be safe in their own home now at the time of this uh revelation my travel partners i I talked to them about it and they were like shit that's not how you were raised and to a degree they're right but if you're not safe at home where are you safe at because the world's already gonna attack you you know what i'm saying uh 
we got a lot of hot topics in this episode, man. You know, the girls won the world. I'm breaking down Young Jeezy. You know, I'm a stand. Um, we got some topics. Uh, 13 Reasons Why Season 3, you know. It's, it's ironic. Sid the Kid returns to the podcast right after, you know, her her record gets eclipsed. So, you know, we're going to poke fun her on that a little bit. We're going to try to get Jay Church on the line, you know what I'm saying, to do some um some hot takes, some hot clicks real quick. And, you know, the postman, he's been gone. But we got Money Marco in the building. So the Knights of the Roundtable are always in representation. So sit back, relax. If you in your car, if you in your office, if you working out, whatever you doing, to enjoy this podcast I thank you This is probably gonna be The best episode We ever gonna give you And I'm gonna be back With the clothes Truth in the booth I'm out Alright y'all I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you your bread bro Everybody on the Warriors Got hurt Mic check Mic check It's a sad time It's a sad time To start the show All that shit Hey I was still right though I was still right. Let me I get was the. Too. Coach wasn't gonna do shit. Uh, let me get the drops ready. Let me get the drops. Y'all already know what's up. Oh my god! Nights of the round table. It's been a long time. We didn't took. We didn't took like what a month break. Damn near a month break, but now we back. Better. Better than ever. Bag is better. You know what I'm saying. Presentation's there, so. Welcome to Dominating Impulse Podcast. I'm your host, D. Smith. My man, my co-host, Marco, one of the knights of the round table. He in the building. We might get Jay Church on the phone. You know what I'm saying? He's busy, you know what I'm saying? Delivering mail, dropping off some mail. And we got another guest, Sydney Kid. She's gonna talk about 13 reasons why, why it was good or bad. You know, it's crazy. She doesn't come on the podcast until her her episode gets dethroned as the best episode, and then you come back. So, what? <laughs> All right, y'all. Where y'all want to start? How was y'all? How was y'all weekend? My weekend was great. It was great. Great. How about your weekend? Just great. Everybody Ooh. had great weekends. That's how y'all gonna say Labor Day weekend. Everybody just had great weekends. Right? You was with kids. I was working. I was on the road. I was working too. So it's nice that we can come back and you know what I'm saying step in here to talk that shit. Uh, where would you people like to begin? Oh, shout out to the YouTube viewership. Shout out to our Spotify listenership, uh, Apple as well. Uh, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, wherever you're enjoying this podcast on. So, you know, thank you. So, where would you guys like to begin? Where you want to begin? Where I want to begin. Andrew Luck. That's where y'all want to start, huh? Y'all just going straight at the, 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 the neck for me, huh? All right. About two weeks ago, on week three of the NFL preseason at the end of the game, Andrew Luck informed his teammates that he would be retiring. The Colts are fucked up for letting that get leaked though. I'll say that. Uh, getting leaked during the preseason game. Let's talk about that part too. That's fucked up. Uh, but he informed his teammates and he said he's stepping away from the game at, at the end of the season he'll be 30. So we'll say he'll be 30 this year and probably starting to be the prime of his career, they've built a really nice team over there. They retooled since the Peyton era. He said he's walking away. Thoughts? What are you guys' thoughts? 
We got a we got a Tom Brady stand in the room, you know, Patriots fan. And then we got I don't even who do you cheer for, bro? Are you a Browns fan? Are you a Giants fan? I'm an Odell Beckham. He's an Odell fan. Okay. See, so, I got my nigga going crazy on the game right now. And we got Madden in the Odell. we got Madden in the backdrop too. So <laughs> who wants to who wants to chime in first on Andrew Luck debacle? Why is that? He didn't play this preseason. He hasn't practiced all of the OTAs, uh, none of the mini camps, none of the rookie camps. So maybe, so maybe they already knew the writing on the wall. You know what I'm saying? The way the Colts organization is kind of handling it, it seems like they 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 kind of knew, but but. I did predict this on a live stream of Critical Coffee. I did. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, it's on Facebook. Like the page. Uh, I, I said it word for word. I said, you guys need to check this out. He's not right. And so, so is it that what that brings me to the point? Can you scoot back closer to the mic? Sid the kid. So we can pick you up. We can get your hot takes. We can, we got you, Marco. You good. You're not new to this. So, a millionaire steps away because his body is beat up. So now, two football players are in this room. At no point during any season are you ever 100% healthy. Am I correct? So he's saying he wasn't healthy. Physically, we know this. But you only have one mental. So is this more of a testament of his mental health not being there to go through the physical training, to go through the rehab, to go through the the doctor's visits and the x-rays and the specialists and the neurologists. And he actually had a concussion last year too, so he was not concussion protocol. I don't think he's hard limited. He didn't want to so, play. But that's, that's what I'm saying. When you get beat up like that, it's almost not worth it. You're already a millionaire. You graduated from Stanford University, summum cum laude. So you're not hurting for job opportunities at any point on the back half of your professional career. I think ever since he ruptured his kidney, he was done. This, it's amazing he came back from that. Once you get smacked like that, I'm going to change it. The kidney? Yeah. Wait, what's your take on it, Marco? You kind of quiet on the luck front right now. I don't really know that much about the coach. I just know that he was tired and I don't fuck with him. <laughs> well, that's a take, but like, like, elaborate for me. I think you made me not like the coach. Why? How much you like him? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense <laughs> at all. Yeah, dude. Well, you love him nigga so much. I think I don't like him. <laughs> it's Coach Nation, baby. Come on. No, no. it's like you got realistic with it. What you mean? The Peyton Manning Eric Colts were fucking phenomenal. Let's get that straight. They got one ring. They did get one ring, but that doesn't mean that they weren't, like, phenomenal. They got one ring. That does mean that. How? They won one ring and they lost one. That's That's not phenomenal. Phenomenal is six rings. That's phenomenal. That shit. That's phenomenal. Miss me with that bullshit. I'm just letting you know that. You can't get mad at the fact. Yeah. It's like... I mean, what do you want me to do here? If I had Colin Cowherd's statisticians, I'd probably know some more shit. But 
<laughs> I'm going to laugh at that shit first, though. But I don't want to talk about this coach shit no more. I want to talk about, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Andrew Luck's gone. He's done. The season's ruined. Uh, let me I get a trade, baby. Fucking, I'm, I'm down 100 bucks. <laughs> see, see, uh, the irony. The Warriors lost. But the fucking Warriors weren't going to get it done. And, and at least in my defense, I said it like eight months before the season started. So I did too. I said that shit way before. As soon as they got, as soon as Boogie said, "Wait, yeah, we bet that shit before the fucking season didn't even start." I was just riding the Warriors just because it was KD, fucking Draymond. I was just like, "Oh God, fine shit." Ah. Say this before I move forward, and I can't explain it, but you better feel me. Winners win, and losers lose. That's what it come down to. I can't explain it any better than that. Right. And the Colts didn't win. They went one for one. Winners win, losers lose. Tom Brady wins. He gets it done at the end of the day. He's lasted longer than two Colts quarterbacks. That that shit's stupid. That is a major stat. So yeah, I'm kind of speechless there. That shit's crazy. Really, but that's for a lot of organizations. If you think about it, Tom Brady did Besides not. Besides, really like the fucking Giants because Eli's been there for forever. But who they have before Eli? I don't even know. That's how long he's been there. Kurt know. Warner. Kurt Warner was there, and then they drafted Eli. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. But like him, who else? Who else? Been somewhere forever. Really That's really it. Everybody else Phillip is kind of up. Phillip Rivers, Big Ben. Yeah. Fuck it. It is what it is. Moving on. What else is on the docket? What else y'all want to talk about? I'm in a mood. We ain't been here for a while, so y'all better start talking about some shit. We got we got facts out here. We got you know what I'm saying. Uh, it, it's some, it's some shit happening. Uh, the fucking climate's changing. So I went down to Texas and it was a hundred degrees every day. It's always like that in Texas. It's Fucking summer. on fire. On fire. Like that's not even a, a real thing. <coughs> that definitely is not part of the United States. I'm pretty sure that's Mexico. <coughs> the whole state is literally Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. The whole state is used to there. You we can tell. Oh, so we took Mexico. We took that shit. The El Dewall built it tall? Uh, you watched the Dave Chappelle special? No, I didn't, but I want to. So I got to check it out. I, got, I heard, I heard he's talking. He's going Some in. Shit. Yeah, he said he's going in. Racial shit. Uh, speaking of that, I got both of y'all here. Two biracial people. I don't got Regina on the line, but I'm gonna add her. We probably gonna do hers live because that shit gonna be a hot take. That shit gonna be a hot take. Okay, guys, get closer here. Said the kid. Get closer. Get off the phone. Get off your phone. I, I need to know. Okay. In the Trump America, Trump's world, what's it like? What's it like? What's it like being biracial? You're not white enough for the white kids. You're not black enough for the black kids. Then some people say, well, you make me choose. So. I think this is a better question for like a 16 or 17 year old kid. Why? Like, both of you, you guys. Through it. I'm saying, but both yeah. of you guys have experienced the world. that's when it hits heavy. Like when you're a it's teenager. Like, girl, we grown, I don't give a fuck. Like, like when you get to a certain age, you're like whatever. Yeah, you're like fuck it. Okay, so like okay, 16, okay, so but then, but then, okay. Yeah. So why would you care anyway then? 
because you're trying to you find yourself. Yeah. You're trying to find yourself. You're trying to figure out where you fit in at, and you really don't. Any fucking where. I don't. I mean, make paint a picture for me. Because you got to think. Okay, in my house, I had a white mom, black dad, and they were always there. So that's what I was used to. That's what I'm accustomed to. Like I get I get it from both sides. And then you have a family that's close like mine to where. Okay, we didn't all intermingled enough to where, okay, we understand this, we understand that. When you go out into the world, it's not like that. Like, we can take me and you, for example. Like, your culture is completely, you're in black America. This is black America. So, you're in that culture. So, a lot of stuff Wakanda that forever. I do, a lot of stuff that I do, or even I'll do with the kids, you don't quite understand it. You're like, what the hell? Or like how you're, you'll be like, I oh, say that's the same, white shit. I oh, say the same shit to fucking Marco all the time. On the road, like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Because I don't understand that shit. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, But think about it. So, as adults, we don't give a fuck. Like, I'm damn near 30. I don't give a shit. But when you're 15, 16, whatever, and people are looking at you like that, or your friends are, oh, da 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 Like, then you go and you're like, damn, I don't know. Or you're trying to figure out what's right, what's wrong, what's okay, what's not okay. Then you get to the point where you're like, fuck it. What's your take on this? That's what I'm saying. That's why I said this never a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll go fishing right now. Right the fuck. Like, you said, let's go fishing. I'm like, shit, fuck it. Let's go. Like, I'm never going to say that, by the way. I know. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at. Like, that's, what I'm saying. Like, that's some white people shit. I'm yeah, that's some white people shit. Fuck it. That's like, we're I'm more saying. open to a lot of things. Yeah, I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. We don't have, like, the blinders on. I don't have blinders on. I do a lot of shit. Okay, prime example. So a lot of times when, like, black people are in the car, this is how you need to be, this is what you need to do. Like, if somebody pulls you over for us, in our heads, we don't, we don't. I mean, but that just goes back to, like, the privilege that y'all kind of, like, Fuck use, that. too. Mm-mm. Because uh, some... some the police are not looking at us no different, bro. No, because they can go one of two ways. And they may be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Get let you off in the morning. Otherwise, it can go the complete opposite way, and they'll be like, oh, you this and this. So, nope, fuck it. Get out the car. You never know what you're going to get. Or you get the white people to try to get cool with you because they know you mixed. Because then they're like, oh, you can one of us. You got so-and-so. Yeah. You got the hookup to this. People like befriend you just to ask you some donations. So it sounds like to me you just you benefit from both both sides. Depends on the situation. Yep. So you're still benefiting. You get nah, to pick and choose nah, when you nah, cut nah, it nah, on. Situation, bro. I feel like as an adult, I learned more how to use it and how to maneuver and mess like my way. Like, use it to your advantage. Yeah. But like as a kid, bro, like you said, bro, kids be out there like just trying to fit in. Kids be trying to fit in. You might get into some fucked up shit. You might have some real great experiences, but it's a kind of a Muck of the job, like, too. <coughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, so like, okay, so what? So what are we? What are we wanting? Black America, white America. What are we wanting them to know? Like, why are we like forcing kids? Because 10, 15 years, everybody's gonna be mixed and biracial, and then what? And then, and then, then, then what? What's gonna and be the problem? Does. So then, what's y'all, y'all? You gonna be extinct? The white man for the big thing, and this going to be a whole lot of me. I'm never going to be extinct. you also know being... My DNA is always... Is in, well, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm, I'm saying? saying? So, like, I'm never going to... It's going to be a lot more... It's like, going to be a lot more biracial and brown people, for sure. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. But as long as you still have... So, like, 
say right now Trump is in Paris. So oh, okay. you still so have people who think like that. that. So all, so all about, are they black people or, or what are they? It depends on how you want to classify That's yourself. Are we gonna are we gonna go back into a race thing? Are we gonna classify ourselves as a nationality thing? But they or changed it, it. But it's like, but it still go back on paper. You can classify yourself as whatever you want. It's like if you are white, if you born from Israel, you if you come, if you come as a foreigner to Israel from the United States, and and they give you the form, what do you want to be classified? You can be a white man, you can be a black man, you can be an Indian, you can be like whatever you want based on their system and how you classify yourself through tax documentation. I mean, yeah, but like whereas you used to have just like the common picks. Even for like a birth certificate, now it's not like that. Like you can go in and be like, nope, this child's biracial. Nope, this child's this. Like they can be whatever you deem them to be. That's a whole nother. That's crazy. So it really just kind of varies. But the thing is, as long as you have people in power, kind of like we'll just take the state of Indiana for example, where we're years and years behind a lot of states. Super conservative. Like, Are we sure this isn't the Bible Belt? Is Indiana the Bible Belt? Prime example. Like, prime I mean, example, you got to look at it like this. We also get judged like that, on a lot of Maybe shit, like too. Southern Indiana, like, Evansville. Evansville. Like, I don't know. I don't know if Marco goes through this, but think about me and you when we were together. So, if you and I are together. How many looks do you sometimes get? Like, why is he with her? Or how many comments? Even I from mean, like family has been like, damn, why you only go for light skin girls? Or why you only whatever? Like, why don't you love? Your I mean, own? sometimes it depends on like where I'm at. Because it's like if we around some, you know, what I'm saying some amigos, you know, to be PC, to be politically correct, you know, I won't offend nobody, any listeners. I get but looks, I but then it's like white people things. really don't give a fuck, honestly, because they just see a black man at the end of the day. But a lot of the problem comes from black women. Elaborate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This shit don't make sense to me. We got a hot take. Break that shit down. Hot take. Think about it. Because if since you're, like, your preferred woman is not a black woman. That's not saying you don't like them, that you wouldn't be with them. I wouldn't say that. I I wouldn't say that. Really? I would. I, everybody <laughs> knows you would. Period. Like everybody. This shit don't make sense to me. Let me pump the brakes on that. Y'all got true. Anyway, continue. Continue your hot take. Probably for the last decade and a half, the only thing you've ever dated, been with, looked at, talked to for the most part has been a mixed woman. Whether she is mixed with black and white, whether she's mixed with Latin and black, like. You make sure that they're not above a certain complexion. That's not saying anything against so you. So what you're trying you to like say? I like. perpetuate colorism? No. You <laughs> like what you like. Damn near. I mean, that's what you hold <laughs> on. Because that's what she's trying to say. I perpetuate colorism. But Damn you got to think about it like this. There are certain things that you don't like. Certain traits that, you know, black women will carry that you're not a fan of. So what you mean if, I'm not down for the ratchet? So yeah. Right. Like, why would I be? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's not my cup of tea. But that's also not what you're attracted to. You don't like. I weave. mean, I know some cute ratchets. But again, you don't like weave. That's already a turn off for you. Nah, we need. You don't like, bro. Why are you lying? Like none <laughs> of that. You do not like. You don't. Like you instantly you say something right like, now. "Nope." You too, uh, oh, like you're one of the very few men I know who can that. literally see somebody from across the room and be like, "You know what? That's a lace front. I can't even fuck with her." Oh, hey, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like here, she ain't cool. Exactly. Come on, we. I you know a couple. I know a couple homies like that though. But again, that goes back so to my like, main purpose. Like, 
So what you trying to say? You deflecting. I'm deflecting. Yeah, because you trying to say, bro, that's how you do, bro, you do do that. You will not, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to ever see you fuck with a dark, a dark skinned girl. Ever. You might look at a few features on her, but that's it. Stop. Y'all trying to alienate the listeners. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop that shit, man. Y'all trying to alienate me out but here. But if there are listeners who know you, they already know this. These are facts about you. It hasn't right. changed. Like, you can get your light-skinned woman. Yeah, in, a, sure. in a minute. Jess Galba, huh? Anyway. So, it's harder to be mixed in America than black. Think as about it. We're not. Con- no, we're considered that. people, same, but at the really. same time, it's always. It's same, but it, it ain't. If it is, but it ain't. So, like politically, we don't have the same struggles. But as far as culturally, we have way more than y'all because. No, I can't even say way. Because I know. Check this out. Listen, listen, listen. I can call if I include y'all two, who are sitting here. I can call three more biracial people and I guarantee they're going to give me a totally different perspective than y'all two just gave me. And some of them, like, I know, like, like near and dear. So it's like some of them tried to be, like, super hardcore, like they more hood and some hood niggas. But then you also get looked at in a certain way as well. Not by everybody. And you may fit in with a shit ton of people. But you always get the silence. Like, me and my niggas riding around in the car. I'm saying the situation. Me and my niggas riding around in the car. They gonna treat us all like this. If I'm in the car with some white boys, they probably gonna, and we can call with some drugs, they probably gonna try to alienate and look like I was one at certain drugs. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it depends on the situation you're in. Yeah, so it depends on the situation. And then if you look like, so me or Marco, and you could potentially even be Hispanic. So in today's world, that's another name for us. How do you think it's a name? Do you wanna do that? Oh no. Sometimes there's perks. But, I'm gonna say it depends. You got gas, buddy? <laughs> they got gas? <laughs> 206, buddy. And they try to guess. Like, For real, motherfuckers, yeah, motherfuckers, yeah. And sometimes it'd be like a game to people. They'll be like, what are you? You Dominican? Are you Middle Eastern? I was like, damn, y'all is far off. Like, no. That's my superpower, nigga. Ain't no disability. I'm a superhero. I've seen both of y'all use <laughs> I'm a super- your, your biracialism to advantage like live in situations like you know doing what we do marco i definitely see it all the time see how you manipulate people you know like i definitely see it so like i just be trying to like understand like when i listen to people like logic i don't know know if y'all ever no but i don't know if y'all ever listen to logic like he makes it seem like he's like he's really hated and it's really a plight like like but when you look at Logic, he looks like a white boy. He look, mm, he, he looks like you. He looks ju- no, he's lighter than me. He looks like a straight Bro, I white, boy. A white boy. I he, did too. He, nah, he's mixed. And I didn't know that. Never know. When you look at him, you're like, damn, that's a white boy. But, but Logic definitely gets more opportunities than the Migos or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Name someone. Na- na- name a young up and comer uh, black artist. The Baby. But again, uh, he doesn't. A boogie, like. Even if you think about his music, so while he's a rapper, he also goes way more into pop, which is more yeah, of a predominantly white. So like, yeah. A boogie is kind of controversial uh, crossover artist-ish. Yeah, he's from he's from New York, bro. What? He's from New York. 
So I don't know. So it's got as good as bad, and I think it varies if you're a man or a woman. Because again, women think about women, how much, women women rule the world though. But think about how much stuff you get for being women like, rule the world. <laughs> Girls rule the world. Not really. And Girls the reason rule. we don't, the reason we whoa don't whoa okay hold on that's that's the we're gonna get into that. But we're going to close on the mix thing. But uh, girls really were really were. And the reason I say Body that is close. because we can't even support each other. So if you can't even Body support each close, other, bro. or if you're you're Body always close. into it with another look at, woman, look at the like. Top five richest people in the world. Tell me how many other people. Hold it up right now. Maybe one. What does that have to do with anything? The richest man in the world will fall for some pussy. The richest, most powerful, most. It's for literal men. What does that mean? You can send the baddest. But if leaving everything to her, then it don't matter. The fact that she can, you can send a bitch to fuck him to put him in a position of leverage means women rule the world. I don't know if I agree with that. Y'all crazy. Women really don't rule the world. For one, women are too spiteful. Man. That's a product of a meritocracy. That's anywhere. America rule the world, so if America do it, then the rest of the world's gonna follow. That's just a fact. But in most countries, women are not viewed anywhere near as highly as they are in America. I mean, uh, I just don't think y'all looking at it in the physical sense and not the whole sense. Like, women really do rule the world. Like, what they bring to the table. Men can't give life. Women I are the nurturers. Women are influential to the kids. Women, like when who leads the pack, male or female? What we talking about? What we talk? See, what we talking about, bro? Because I got some animals. What we talking about? What animals? Name them. The animals you about to tell me. And are they in packs by themselves? Is it who leads the hive? A woman or a king? Talk about some bees. We talking about animals. You said name an animal. Hey, a bee is not an and if the no bees bee go, a bee is a bug. <laughs> oh my gosh, a man leads the pack. To answer your question, I'm not going to deflect. Okay, that's all I'm going to do. So what? What were you saying? Where do you elaborate that? Who wrote? Who wrote a word about man leads the pack? What, what do you mean? There's nothing about Are women stronger? I'll give you that. Stronger? How much physically? Both. Well, not physically. Physically, yes, because we give birth. And that shit? In spurts. In a short period of time, maybe, physically. In a short period of time, yes, I can say physically, but definitely emotionally. It's like, if a chick really fuck with you, like, when I used to watch some of them old, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Harlem Nights, uh, Cadillac Records, like them old air-type flicks, Temptations, you know what I'm saying? Homies going on the road, smashing hella chicks and shit. It's like, if a chick really fuck with you, that shit really don't matter. Because emotionally, she know what, you know what I'm saying? You bring it to the table, she know, like, the connection y'all got. So I think emotionally, the reason why. But we also have the gift of being able to she manipulate knows, the gift of being able to like tap into especially like if a man has opened up to you like my homie my homegirl told me she knows some of my friends way better way more let me be correct 
way more than I ever will. And I don't know what that meant. And maybe it's because she smashed them. So, you know, she knows them more intimately. But, you know, but that just goes back to why I say women rule the world. Like, if you got some type of, like, insider trade or tits on, you know, on, on the most powerful man in the world, just look at Steve Bezos. Perfect example. So, what about it? Billionaire still had to give up the bag. It's always about the bag. Hey. Just a little bit. Like, why do you why would you say you gave up the bag? Shit, cause he had to. Shit, she was going. She's worth it. Yeah. Sometimes men go into shit and they don't, y'all don't necessarily use y'all brain. So, you have to understand, like, with women, while women have the ability to manipulate, and we, like I said, we also have the ability, so with emotions, we sit there and hold grudges, we get pissed off, and then in that, we do shit really irrationally. So, like, when men go into things, especially when you have a lot of money, Instead of being like, this person loves me, she's down for whatever, that may not always be the case. So if you don't protect yourself. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Like my uncle Ace always said, I've never seen a woman shoot a free throw. So why should you get half of what I laid down my my soul? Like I laid down my soul on this field, on this wood. In this board, in this boardroom, in these conference meetings, in these conference yeah. calls, on these jets, on the road, on the trains, yeah. to these text messages, these emails, these accountants, like literally putting your soul into every one because the next one could be the one to pop. And I got to give up half? But if they have kids, if they are married, you have to understand like how they still view marriage, still view parenting. So when they do that, like, and then you choose to have a job or a career like that, and you're always gone, you're always whatever, a lot of the duties are left to the woman, or she's left being by herself, different things like that, that goes against both of those. So you end up having to pay for it. Plus, like, in the traditional marriage sense, if having her or having you and her wife made it better, she's entitled to alimony. That way she can keep the same lifestyle. Unless you like go into it and have like a prenup saying what you came in with is what you leave with. Saying we want prenup. We want prenup. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, everybody know Kanye, huh? Huh? Everybody know Kanye. Ah, thought so. Thought so. Okay. Just wanted to get just wanted to get that out there. Hey, sometimes like you say, you gotta protect yourself. What'd you say? You used to say CYA? Yeah. CYA? You feel me? You feel me? Hey. If you're a billionaire, I don't think, like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a reasonable guy, and I got a heart. I, you might be entitled to maybe sustain somewhat of that lifestyle that I gave you, but you're not, you're not getting half of what I've, like, some of that some of that was already before you. Like, some of this was already in motion before you in a fathom. You just came into the But that's why some cleanups will be like, okay, if we're married after five years, you get this lump sum. If we're married after ten years, you get this lump sum. If we get married after whatever, or we have X amount of kids, like... You have to make sure you go 
detail for detail. Otherwise, there's certain loopholes and she might end up with it. Fuck all that. I'm not going. I would get the best fucking lawyer. OJ got Johnny Cracker. Somebody's out there. Somebody support him. Yeah, I got D. Oh, what else is on the docket? What else do you guys want to talk? Taylor Swift's new album. Check this out. So I was like, my homie tweeted Taylor Swift's album was better than Jeezy's, and I'm gonna get on Jeezy's. Taylor Swift's album was damn near decent. I, I it was a couple bangers on there. Uh, expect to see that on the on the charts in like the next two or three weeks. She's gonna be featured in some NFL kickoff music. That's you know her rollout plan and package is pretty standard with what they do. Now Jeezy, I ain't tweeted about it. I ain't talked about it. I listened to this album like four times on the way to Texas, on the way to Kansas. On the way back to Texas, and then on the way back to Indianapolis in parts. And this might be by far the worst album I've ever heard in my life. That's what? No, Jesus. And I'm a Jesus. Somebody says. Somebody say Stan. But this project, I just couldn't. The beats were okay, I guess, but you know, you kill it. They got trap beats, so that's cool. But mm, it's like I don't know. And then it's like maybe it's like this. I can listen to Rick Ross album, and I can just let that mug ride. And Jeezy is like, okay, skip, 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 skip again, skip one more time. All right, man, fuck this, man. Let me turn this Ross back on. And for me to say this kind of hurts my heart, hurts my feelings. So, I mean, but it's like she say, he ain't had a good album since. I don't know. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We got to put that to bed. That's all I got on that. So we gotta get into the reason why you brought you came back into the the podcast booth, you know. Marco's uh Kodak Let Me Ride Let Me Drive the Boat episode number one episode on the show now. So make sure y'all go check that out. What we talk about, that was like that was a few things we had. We talked about Ned. Uh, Kodak. Uh, yeah, when he got locked up. Uh, but that's the best episode. And then we got the Thirteen Reasons Why, season one and two. We went in. That was the best episode. That much stood strong for like two years. So, you come back for season three to say, you know, you want your title back, huh? Huh? We'll go with that. All right. I hear what you're saying. All right. We can break down season three. What you? Wait. What's your? What's your? Thoughts. First off, how do you think the execution was? So that might be the overall thought. Because it starts off really weird, and you really don't know what her purpose is. And then, like I said, she went and formulated nothing but lies to get off this one person, Alex. 
And then, like I said, this is the, at the end of it. All right, let me ask you a couple questions. Do you think they should have killed Bryce? Yes. You think so? Do you think they did a good job of telling his side of the story? I think they did. Part of it, yeah. Part of the reason he did it was because he wanted to feel tired because his mom and dad had The victim becomes the victimizer. But is that a real thing? I mean, you can die. You ain't even got to watch the show. And can you, can you like, you know, like, like add your piece? Yeah. Do you want to know why? Lay it on me. Hot take, hot take. But if a girl you know gets saying? raped and a guy gets killed, you see what I'm saying, though? That see, guy. See how it correlates? Repeat that. Repeat that. A girl gets raped and she kills a kid. So. And what did you say? Yeah, but if a girl gets raped and she decides to kill a guy, it's not acceptable. Exactly. And as you saw, so. as you saw in the in that season. He raped eight girls. No, what up? What? What? No, hold on. He raped eight girls and then got off partly because of money and partly because, okay, one girl was dead because she killed herself. And none of that played into any of his. They didn't care about them. No, uh, okay. Let me uh, let me get my, my overall thoughts so we can get back into that. Uh, first off, I liked the storytelling they did for this season. It was a lot better than season two. It wasn't as slow paced. Um, they made they made the focus back on Clay. I thought that was uh, kind of important. What I didn't like is, uh, like I think most people who watched the season was Ani. Uh, like she definitely felt like the new kid who just came into the neighborhood trying to like. To me, it was like the new kid when when the homies is hooping. And you just moved over here, and you want to always be on the court, but it's like, we don't know you like that. Like, you live here, but, like, who the fuck are you? And her lies and her manipulations, you know, like, fucked up more shit that was already fucked up. And me being, you know what I'm saying, the the macro thinker that I am, you know what I'm saying? I put it all together, it's like you were saying, Bryce, the rich kid who got off raping you know, eight girls. He he admittedly told, said, you know, after Tony gave him the tapes, Hannah's tapes. I thought that was pretty important that you know they showed him listening to that. It kind of gave his character arc some redemption. Uh, it goes goes back to the the, the, the age old theory: women care about two things, money and sex appeal, because it was out the gate like. Why are you living here at Hillcrest? Am I correct? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Annie moved in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got in trouble. You know, about the trial. She didn't like him for his money, though. She liked him for the fact that he needed her. Did he? He told her that. He's fucking rich, did he? He did, but again, he it goes was back already, to the whole thing how, with his mom. How? How? He was already paying for hookers, but which he, he admitted. But he did it because he needed to feel needed. 
hookers to make you feel whatever you want to feel. That's what I'm saying. He had a bag. You seen when um you seen when uh what's his name um um the gay the gay football player I can't think of his name <coughs> the gay football player when he got into the fight at the party Bryce cool. Bryce just pulled five bands out of his pocket bro like hey is it cool you know what I'm saying but little do Bryce know his homie just fucked the man that he just beat his ass in the bar in the bathroom at the party they one of these rich boys parties he. He put a poker party move on him. Oh, what you looking at, faggot? Beat his ass. All right. All right. All right. Bryce Bryce is like, all right, fuck it, man. I, I, I take care of it. Pull five bands out. So don't say he was he needed to be needed. He's rich. So it goes back to the money and the sex appeal. And but she still gave it up. So she didn't. She was fucking trash. That's the purpose. You didn't watch the purpose of the whole season, though. What was the purpose of the season? So the counseling would hit. Okay. The fact that they were talking more about Bryce and his home life. So his dad was a fucking out. victimizer too. His dad moved out to be with this younger chick and his younger daughter. And basically only sent him gifts to be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. But basically, I don't want to see you. Don't talk to me in public. You're real, like, we're nothing anymore. His mom, she's trying to figure out what the fuck's wrong with him. So when they actually sat down and talked about it, and she was like, you really feel like this, blah, blah, blah. She was like, I never saw myself as a parent. I never actually thought I wanted you. I never this and that. So he didn't feel loved at all. And then this chick comes in. She really don't know too much about you. She kind of learns, kind of doesn't. She don't give a fuck about your money. And she'll fuck you whenever you want. She'll talk to you about anything. She's whatever. She's feeling his the purpose of what he wants. He needed her. All I'm saying is this hoe was super trash. Because either you saying... She, I'm not saying she was anything better. I'm not saying I that. I mean, I don't know what you're saying. Sounds like you're defending her and her actions. No, I'm. It goes back to two to things. Defend the purpose of why the bag she and the him. and the appeal. Okay, well then the needing her is the appeal. He had something that appealed to her. Correct. So the the, the theory stands strong. Like, like you know, it's a concrete theory. The age old theory it goes back to the, you know the beginning of the time when. When man was trying to create fire with rock. <laughs> Did not require them to slap. Oh, shit. So, uh, now, so that's your deep dive into... The whole season. What are your thoughts going on in season four being the closeout? Because okay. she's going to have to explain these lies. Like, Alex's daddy had a file. He wasn't convinced what they said. I mean, he said it's kind of closed, but... No, so she basically told the truth on everything. But the problem is, in telling the truth on everything, you left out the major reason why they were all intertwined in the first place, was, which was because of the shootout. The shootout that was about to happen with, with Buddy. Yep. And then he you blamed everything on De La Cruz, even though, like I said, he was guilt, guilty for certain things. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you blamed everything on Monty, and then he ended up getting killed in, in jail for rape. Huh. No, he got, yeah. yeah, he got killed. So you blamed so, everything on the dead dude who didn't do it. But Alex, the sheriff already knew the yeah, story. He, he knew his son did. He, he knew did. his son he knew it like. Or he knew his son. He knew his son was there. He knew someone was there because until, like, we really need to, like, know, like, the story. If that's how, how it went down, yeah. He saw, remember, he was piecing it all together. 
And then she looked at him and she was like, you know, and he was like, she was like, but you could say it's this. So he didn't want to take his son. See, all this him. shit really goes back to fucking high school kids with money got too much fucking time on their hands. Sit your ass money. down. Sit your ass down. Y'all shouldn't be out here fucking and sucking. Y'all should need to be reading a book at the end of the day. Stop being little thoughts and little fast NASCARs out here. You feel me? No, you don't feel me. You don't feel me. It's I don't good. feel you. It's all good. You know. No, because if they stop being thoughts, then what do y'all do as teenage boys? Go buy hookers. Right. You can get a sixty dollar hook. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, make America great again. <laughs> uh, what's up? What's up? What's next? What we What we going into? What you got? Marco never wants to go go into anything personal. I don't know. You never want to take the show to the next level. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, whatever you feel like is 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 not public knowledge of Marco. talk about something let everybody know how's it how's it feel to be 30 and your baby just starting preschool <sighs> man so i haven't did an episode since i turned 30 huh no 30 out here b 30 30 um the man just put it to sean jackson it feels pretty decent At the same time, some parts is like it's, it's clarity. Like you see some stuff you don't want to do over. You see some new stuff you want to take on. You see how to communicate with people better. It's just really, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess like a new standard to look at life. My kid just starting preschool just lets me know I'm getting up there. So I really got to get the bag together. And we really got to get this show out here to the next level with... Um, you know, some of these hot take stories and, you know, tea spilling. That's really about it. It was cool. Uh, what we do, went to the shy, walked the bullshit ass love, boardwalk. Yeah, that was about it. Speaking of the shy, but not the shy. Watch Power? I have not. It's trash. Angela's dead. Careful for spoilers. Angela's dead. 
It's Ghost versus Tommy, Batman versus, versus Superman style. But that's not the real problem. You know, they got the feds coming down. They got Jason, who's an international, like, crime lord about to try to kill them both. It's 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 terrible. It's crazy, dude. Nah, like, the it's problem is... Nah, bro. The problem is this shit became unwatchable. 50 Cent's character fucking died, like, 10 times. <laughs> so, so, the nigga kept coming back, bro. The nigga couldn't die. He got locked in a room that was set on fire. You mean to tell me he picked a lot? Real niggas is real nigga shit. You know, you know he technically survived. You know, he got shot. He got shot nine times. Nine times. <laughs> Still live. He's like a cat. Shit. Oh, they trying to put that shit. 50 Cent Lane. Bro. He got shot a lot. Well, it, cause it, well he got in that season, didn't he, like, he beat him up, stabbed him, and then set the building on and then fire, set the and he still somehow shot. Yeah, because he, sh- he stabbed him with the metal rod. And then, look, here's the plot twist. Remember season one, the pilot guys, when Ghost had the girl in the well, in the warehouse? That's how that's how they're going to get him. She's going to be the one witness that stands up and confirmed James St. Patrick. She know his voice. Is Ghost from his voice. When he killed boy. How fucking lame. All these pictures and indictments. Y'all had this nigga in fucking federal prison for murder of a fed. And y'all couldn't figure he was ghost. Y'all couldn't figure out he was fucking ghost. Man, I'm not watching that shit no more. Tommy going on mad coke binge, killing fucking ADAs and, and federal agents and Homeland Security. Get the fuck out of here, 50 Cent. You're, I'm done. I'm st- I stopped watching it like season three. It became un- it came unrealistic. And then you mean to tell me he didn't kill Angela Valdez, a uh, USADA? And then you and they, and they don't know you was there? And James St. Patrick was there and they don't know who Ghost is yet? Get the fuck out of here. And Tyreek, your son, who's, who's turned super thug? I'm done. I can't. I'm, no more. It's like he's just trying to make it right now. No mouse. Yeah, but only watching. Yeah, and then people are mad that Tasha's asking for a divorce like she won the fucking side chick to begin with. Like, do y'all watch the show? That's how it started. She on, He only married her to, to run the drug operation. He just kept, you know, knocking her up. Yeah, Angela moved away. They had a flashback. Watch the show. At least the first two seasons, there go. Courtney A. Campview. You had some decent writing after that. I don't know what the fuck happened. But that's all I got. Y'all got anything? We might roll record another one before I hit the road, you know. Get loose on the sauce. Loose on the juice. You got anything to close, Marco? Wow, that's not going to happen. You got anything to close? All right, that's all I got. I might have another interview to add to this episode. I might not. I don't know. Alrighty, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to close out. Uh, at the time that I upload this and I'll put this together, some news came across the desk. Nicki Minaj retiring from rap. Um, I think that's all I got on that tip. Uh, we're going to get back into it when I get the rest of the nights, all the nights together. Uh, make sure you like and share this podcast, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Snap, wherever you, whatever platform you enjoy your social media news you can use on. Till next time, I'm out. King of the podcast.